Hey, this is Steve Campbell from the C3 Church. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. Our prayer for you is that you'll be blessed, equipped, and enabled as you listen to this message. God bless you. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Andy Miller, could I ask, would you be able to grab me the lectern? Would that be all right? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm clever, but I'm not that clever. Um, I don't have that many hands. How are we doing? Good, good to see you. Good to see those in the room who managed to get through the mayhem of everyone needing petrol and fuel this morning. Thank you very much. Uh, it is good to see you all. And for those of you online, it's good to see you too. Hope you're tuning in and doing well. So my name is Becky and I have the privilege of being involved in all things C3 Impact. To some of you that might mean absolutely nothing. To some of you that means something. C3 Impact is essentially all about what we do as a church, making an impact in our community. Um, So if it is your first time here today or your first time watching online, you're very welcome. And I'm going to share a little bit about impact, a little bit about what we've been up to in the last 18 months. It has been a busy old time uh, for those of us involved in impact. Uh, So I hope it will be insightful, fun, inspiring, and hopefully we'll learn a little bit along the way. Um, Before we go any further, I'd like to show you some photos, because I think this will help you see a little bit about what we get up to at Impact. So on the screens, and maybe you can't see these online, we'll post them on our social media later, so you can see them on Facebook um, a little bit later. But behind me should start come up some pictures of what we get up to. Um, And like I said, we're all about making an impact in the community. And we do that in lots of different ways. We do that by having meals and food here. We have Food Truck Friday. Um, We have community markets. We have well-being courses. So you can see behind me, this is our community market. um, And we have just moved back to the C3 Centre. So every week we pack up, we put it down, and this will be happening this afternoon. We'll have our bakery section. We'll have our store cupboard section. We have some incredible volunteers who come and help. And we allow people to come and do their own shopping, um, which is just dignifying to let people come and pick their own food, choose their own food, pack their own bags and pay a little bit of something um, for the pleasure of doing their shopping with us. Um, Here we are on Friday, just gone. We do over 100 meals most weeks serving up here on a Friday. And this is specifically on our Cambridge location. But we also have community markets in Bury, in Colchester, um, and we have a great team of people who do that every week. So that's just a small snippet of what some of the impact things look like, although not all of them. So today we get to celebrate. We get to celebrate all we've done in the last 18 months. We get to celebrate everything that has happened um, and all of those different things. But it's not just the impact team and the people who um, have maybe come in from impact that gets to celebrate. It's all of us. Because to be honest, without every single person who makes up the C3 family, impact would not be possible. So if you're at home, and you're in the room, give yourself a round of applause real quick. Come on now. Don't be half-hearted. You're clapping yourself. Well done. Well done. 
So what I would like to say is, you know, we've done a lot. And later I'm going to give you some stats. I'm going to give you some stories. And I know some people love to hear those things. But before we get on to that, I'd like to ask us all a question, myself included. And the question is this. What do you need? What do you need? See, often when we talk about impact, which is predominantly helping the poor and helping the vulnerable and helping the marginalized, we think about people in need, right? Children in need. We give money to people who are in need. People who are poor, we maybe put our hand in the pocket and we toss them a quid and we think, they're in need. Let's give them something. Let's help them. Let's give them a boost. But my question today for all of us is, what are you in need of? What are you in need of? I'm going to read a few scriptures. I'm not going to read them all in depth because I'm going to go through quite a few. But I would like to start off with this one. Philippians 4, 18 to 19. I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied now that I have received the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering and acceptable sacrifice pleasing to God and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus see just this week on Wednesday I was in Colchester and we were on week three of impact hub in Colchester and a gentleman walks in with his son and uh, his son is probably around the age of seven or eight who you would probably think off the offset oh why are they not in school we get chatting to this gentleman and it turns out that his son has quite severe learning difficulties. He's a single parent um, and he has struggled finding work to function around his son's needs. Because his son can't be in full-time education, so he is looking after him quite a lot and quite regularly. What that dad needed in that moment was quite literally food for the table. He didn't have enough money to be able to pay for food, so he came and accessed our community market. But he also needed someone to sit in the corner and play with his son whilst he went and had an adult conversation and a cup of coffee. He was in need of human interaction, and he was in need of food. Earlier this week on Monday, um, I went out in the minibus, and I went and stopped off and visited a guy who lives just around the corner. He's in his 80s, and... He um, is an elderly gentleman, and, and I, he's very isolated. His wife died not long ago, and his family lives quite far away. And he's been quite isolated, particularly during the pandemic. And I stopped off, and I opened, he opened the door, and we had a conversation on the doorstep. Nothing deep, nothing meaningful, not, nothing big. But he said, thank you for making me smile. In fact, a few weeks ago, if you, if we did all of these well-being packs, and we gave him a well-being pack. Deborah went and gave him a well-being pack. And it had in it socks and smelly things and books to draw in and sudokus and things that just make the mind active and let somebody know that they're loved. And then on that box, it's kind of like a shoebox, we printed something that said, today's a good day. It's just like a shoebox with a sticker on the top. And he said to me, I've still got that in my kitchen. And I look at it every day and it makes me smile. And it makes me think, today is a good day. 
He was in need of a conversation. He was in need of a smile. He was in need of someone rocking up on his door and saying hello. What are you in need of today? I'd like to take us through a few passages in Scripture, in Luke. I'm not going to read them all, but if you want to read them in more depth, they are on the Version app. They were all there, so you can study them and look at them later. But I'm going to go rapid fire through some of these. Starting with Luke 5, verse 12 to 14. Jesus cleanses a leper. And this is what it says. He said, he put out his hand and he touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Lepers were outcasts. They were the rejected. They were the people, when people would cross over the road, they would ignore them, they would reject them. And this is what I would just want to say about the leper. Jesus dealt with the physical body and he provided what the outcast needed. Jesus went to the outcast and he provided what he needed. Let's jump real quick to the next scripture, Luke 5, 17 to 26. Jesus forgives and he heals a paralyzed man. Your sins are forgiven. I say to you, arise, take up your bed and go home. The sinner, the person who got it wrong, the one who didn't quite measure up, he was not picture perfect, he got it wrong. And Jesus was interested in them too. Jesus dealt with the heart, he dealt with the soul, and he provided what the sinner needed. Luke 6, verse 6 to 11, healing on the Sabbath. It is lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil or to save a life or to destroy. And when he had looked around them all, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he did, and it was restored as whole as the other. See, Jesus was in the temple, and there was a guy with a crippled hand, and it was the Sabbath. And on the Sabbath, you're not supposed to do anything. But Jesus bucked the trend. He changed the status quo, and he did what was right and important, even though it was wrong by society's measure. Jesus dealt with the physical He talked to the hearts. He provided what was needed, even when he wasn't supposed to. Luke 7, verse 1 to 10. Jesus heals a centurion's servant. A centurion was an officer in the Roman army. He would have overseen around 100 men. He would have had authority. He would have had gravitas. He would have had status. He would have been important. He wouldn't have wanted for anything. In fact, he had a servant. This is what it says, returning to the house, found the servant well who had been sick. See, Jesus provided to the person who was doing just fine. He was all right. He had what he needed. He had money. He had everything he required, theoretically. But he dealt with the practical need. Because what he needed was his servant to be well. He needed for that to be accomplished. And Jesus was interested. He provided for the well-off, the doing just fine person too. And finally, Luke 8, verse 26 to 33. A demon-possessed man healed. Jesus essentially commands the demons to leave this individual and sends them into a herd of swine that then run into a lake. Maybe we would perceive this person as a weirdo. We would 
kind of look the other way. We would avoid them. In fact, this particular person in Scripture was naked. He was a, a, a madman, possessed. Stay away from them. Don't go near them kind of person. Unpredictable. Maybe a little bit creepy. The rejected. Jesus provided what the weirdo needed. The rejected, the sinner, the doing all right, well off guy, the weirdo, he disrupted the status quo. He rejected what society said and he did what they needed. Some of them in body, some of them in mind, some of them in spirit, some of them in the practical. It didn't matter what person they were or where they came from. Jesus helped them all. He gave them what they needed. Often we look at C3 Impact and we can say that is for that type of person. That is for the homeless. That is for the poor. That is for the rejected. That is for the weirdo. That is for the person who needs it because they are in need. And what I want to say to us today, church, is we're all in need of something. It could be in your body. It could be in your mind. It could be in your spirit. It could be in the practical. But the answer is this, is Jesus has it and he wants to help us all. Jesus has it and he wants to help us all. So at C3 Impact, we like to talk about something called Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. You may have come across it before. A picture will come up behind me. If you've not seen it and you can't see it online, give it a quick Google. And this is what Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs says. At the bottom, it looks like, do you have what you need to survive? Do you have food? Do you have water? Do you have shelter? Can you exist? Can you live? If they have what they have need to survive, fantastic. And that is often where people come to us at Impact. Do they have what they need to survive? Do they have food on the table? I don't know. Okay, let's give them food on the table. Do they have clothes to wear? No, let's give them clothes to wear. Do they have a place to live? No, they don't. Let's help them find somewhere to live. Do they have what they need to survive? Once they have that, great. Let's level up to number two. Health. Can they access what they need in terms of health? Do they know how to get to a GP surgery? Are they registered somewhere? Do they understand that? Do they have healthy food or can they only purchase um, food that is unhealthy? Are they safe? Do they have employment? Do they have a steady income? Are they secure? Are they safe? If not, oh, then we can help them with those things too. Let's provide them with uh, in income, the ability to get a job, and let's provide them with um, those healthy food and connections. What about level three? What goes on after that? Love and belonging. Do they have friends? Do they have connection? Do they have family? Let's help them get those things in place. Then interestingly, just a side note, and we're seeing it again right now with all the petrol and the fuel situation. When society has a crisis, we see people revert all the way back down to level two, level one. When the pandemic hit, no one was worrying about what course they were starting and whether they wanted to progress their, you know, their knowledge and their information and can I move forward in life. No, people were worrying about, do I have pasta in the cupboard? 
Do I have toilet rolls in the bathroom? Society reverted all the way back down to these first two levels. Do I have what I need to live? Do I have what I need to live, to exist? And we're seeing that again. Do I have the fuel in my car to get to work so I can pay the bills? Do I have what I need to live? Society doesn't go with, how do I progress myself? No, we go all the way back down. Can I exist? And imagine living in a constant state of, can I exist tomorrow? That's what we see in our world, is a state of daily panic. Can I exist today? Can I live today? Level three, love and belonging. Do they have friends? Do they have connection? Do they have family? Because we can help with that. And then we go to the next level, level four, confidence. Belief in self. Can you move forward? Do you have freedom to make decisions? What about faith? Do we have hope? Can we look to the future? Because actually without a baseline of those few things at the start, it's very hard for people to look forward and to look into the future. And that is what we do at Impact. And that is what we do as C3 Church. Because I think Jesus actually came up with this first. Jesus actually dealt with the practical things. Do I have the employees that I need? Do I have the food on my table? Do I have all of the clothes on my back? You clothed me, you know, you fed me when I was hungry. Jesus deals with those things. And then he deals with the soul, and then he deals with the spirit, and then he deals with the progression. So it wasn't Maslow who came up with it, it was Jesus. And then number five, are they the best them that they can be? What does it take for them to move forward? So church, I ask you again, what do you need? Where are you? What do you need? Is it in your body? Is it in your soul? Is it in your spirit? Is it something practical? Because C3 Impact isn't about the food or the hampers or the, or the clothes or the housing. It's about people meeting Jesus. It's about people going up that scale and becoming the best they can be. It's about us becoming the best that we can be um, because we're moving up the scale of what we need. Let's flip back to that scripture where we started. Philippians 4, 18 to 19. I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied now that I have received the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. See, there's a couple of things just to highlight here for us. I have received the gifts you sent. They came from somewhere. Where did they come from? The church. The people that gathered, they saw a need and they sent the practical support. They saw a need and they said, Paul, here you go. Let me help you. Let me help you. I saw what you need and they provided the support. Number two, they are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. Giving requires a sacrifice. It might require a sacrifice of money. It might require a sacrifice of food. It might require a sacrifice of time. But giving always costs us something. Giving is never free. It always costs us something. 
And as we give, it says this, they are a fragrant offering, pleasing to God. As we give, it's an offering to God. What the church gave Paul, it was an offering to God and it was pleasing to him. And then it says this, and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches in his glory in Christ Jesus. As we give sacrificially, he returns it to us. Not because we give to get, no, because we give sacrificially with faith. And as we give sacrificially with faith, Jesus turns it back around and he makes sure that we have all we need. I don't know if you've ever had a situation where you've gone, I'm not quite sure how this is going to happen. It has happened to me a lot recently. It's happened to me quite a few times as we've been doing a lot in impact. We've been moving warehouse. We've been renovating the kitchen. Practical things. I'm not sure how we're going to cook for 100 people on a four-ring tub and a one-oven. I don't know if you've ever tried it. I'd kind of recommend not. I don't know how we're going to do this, God. But every Friday we rock up and we go, all right, Jesus, you're going to have to convert these into a few more things. We're going to have to think creatively. You're going to have to help us here. And every week he comes through. Every week we manage to feed 100 people on a four-ring tub and one oven every week. Or we turn up and we go, oh, there's not quite enough of us this week. And then two more people turn up and they say, hello, we're here to help. What can we do? See, Jesus supplies all you need. You step out in faith. You step out in faith. You give sacrificially. And God says, let me help you out there. You're doing it for me. Let me help you out there. You know what the best part is? And I don't have this scripture to reference, but look it up. You know when it says those of you who don't, don't go don't get tired of going eat of giving don't be tired of giving or don't get tired of doing good because you're in good time you'll reap a harvest do you know what the bit says after that it says especially to the brothers and sisters See, often we get it the wrong way around within the church context. We think that everything we do for people in body and in mind and in spirit is all about out those doors. It's all about reaching, and it is. But the first place that we take care of is the family. It's the brothers and the sisters. So what are you in need of? Is it in your body? Is it in your soul? Is it in your spirit? Is it in the practical sense? Because as a church, we take care of each other, our brothers and sisters first. Because as we give sacrificially to one another, there's an overflow. And then we can give out to more. Let me tell you what we've done as a church over these last few years as we're coming into an end. Together, the last 18 months, it's been busy, hey? There's been a lot of need out there. There's been a lot of panic. There's been a lot of support required. And we as a church have managed to rally up as an as a online congregation, as a Colchester congregation, as a Bury St. Edmunds congregation, as a Cambridge conversation, com- conversation? congregation. We've rallied together and we've said, let's help the people who need it most. Let me just show you a picture of what we have done. These will come up on the screen behind me. And again, we will share these for those of you who can't see them 
online. In Cambridge, we have given 31.34 tons of food. This was right when we did it. And let me just say, this goes up every single day. This was right for a particular stamp in time. But that is equating to four and a half elephants worth of food. Next slide. Water Beach, I don't know if you know that we did this, but we did a hub in the middle of the pandemic in a village for people who couldn't get food. 13.82 tons of food. That's a cow, or 17 cows, or that's 30 grand pianos worth of food. Keep going. Bury St. Edmunds, it's only been going since February. 6.37 tons of food, that is three hippos. Keep going. Colchester, we've only done three weeks. That's 2.35 tons of food. That's how many horses? Five horses. Community fridge, the thing on the street that makes people stop their cars and wonder why have you got fridges out there? 25.48 tons of food. That's a huge amount of food. Today, C3 Impact, or it should say C3 Church, has given out about 80 tons altogether. That's 45 cars worth of food. 549 people helped at our, just our community market, 172 families. 40, 469 people have accessed online courses. 349 well-being packs have gone to people who are the most isolated so they can put on their wall, today's a good day because somebody loves you. How incredible is that? Let's give the City Impact team and all of you guys a round of applause. You know, at Impact, there's no shrinking back. We're not shrinking back, we're moving forward. We're keeping on going and next year there'll be more stats up there. It might not be quite as big because we won't have had, in the name of Jesus, a global pandemic to deal with. But we'll be going deeper and we'll be continuing to work with the same people we've been working with. But we'll continue to see lives transformed like we're seeing now. You know, right now it's September and you know what month comes after September? October, and after October, it's November, and after November, it's, and what happens in December? Christmas. Don't give me dagger eyes, I know it's only September. We're starting our, our campaign now. Do you know why? Because there's thousands of people that we've helped, thousands of people that we have a relationship with, and we want to make sure at Christmas, that they know that there's a hope bigger than a hamper. His name is Jesus. So today, C3 Church, we are launching Share the Wonder 2021. Share the Wonder 2021. And today we are going for a thousand hampers again across all three sites. 200 in Colchester, 200 in Bury, 800 in Cambridge. So we can give people a hamper. And it's not just a hamper of food. No, it's a, it's a handout. 
to say that Jesus loves you and to say, come on, why don't you come and to ask, oh, what wonder services? Why can't you come and find out what this joy is that we've got deep inside our soul? Share the wonder. So you can today go online, www.thec3.uk slash store. You can get involved. You can come outside and see us. We're going to be out there with the food van so you can see what we do. I'm afraid there's no lunch, uh, but there is cake. If you're here on site, you can come and see and have a conversation. Come and chat to the team. Come and chat to the Next Steps team. Come and just hear some stories. You don't have to say, I want to get involved, but just say, tell me some stories. Tell me what's been going on in the last year. Come and get a cake and maybe sponsor a hamper and help us get that target of a thousand. That would be awesome um, if you could do that and help us do that. But we are so grateful, genuinely, at Impact, we are so grateful for the support of C3 Church and being able to go out and be there and be out and part of that. But we're going to go into this song now, and I didn't know about this song that Byron and Izzy had written. But how apt that this song is all about a restorer. It's all about a healer. It's all about saying, God, you're everything that I need. And my question to you again today, what are you in need of? As we go into this song, think about that. What are you in need of? Maybe it's a savior. Maybe it's physical healing. Maybe it's some practical help. What are you in need of? We're all in need of something. Don't count yourself out. Take a moment in worship to have this song wash over you and ask the Holy Spirit, what am I in need of today? Thank you for listening to this podcast. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Why not share it with your friends and family through social media? If you're not on the regular podcast list, then why don't you subscribe? Thank you especially to those that give. If you want to give to this ministry, you can go to our website, thec3.uk slash giving and get involved. God bless you.